Radio 1 91FM podcast. And this time we are jumping over to Jeremy Redmore. Jeremy, how are you going? Good, man. How are you? I'm enjoying myself down here. It's nice and warm today. And, yeah, a few of the days that we got nice sun out. Yes. Oh, I'm glad to hear because uh, I always hear about how rough it is down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been lucky that this time it's been, like, pretty nice and just, all right, sweet, good even weather, nothing too crazy but yeah um we're here to talk about your new singles and stuff that you've been dropping um with your solo project i've been going over them and you've had a really unconventional release pattern with them haven't you yeah i mean look i'm not trying to um i'm not trying to throw singles out there it's uh the the whole concept with my record Mm. is that it's a story so um the songs are being released in the in chronological order as I wrote them, basically, and they they form a story, so a year of my life. Um, so yeah, the first song that anyone hears is probably the least commercial song of the whole lot. So um, yeah, I've just decided that 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 story is really important mm. to me and and this music. So we're rolling with it that way. So yeah, there's five chapters. Yeah, because um, they're all been like you said you have sorted them out chronologically but they're labeled as day one day 21 have is that naming um way at least that you've presented them like during the days that you wrote them uh yeah pretty much or or if they're not um the days that i wrote them they're about those days so for example there's a song that's out in this chapter called one amongst a thousand that i didn't write Hmm. three weeks into the story but I wrote it a little bit later on about that you know uh, writing about some notes that I had had written at the time in my journal so um, they basically capture a moment in that in that journey so there's day one day 21 and then there's going to be day 60 180 and 365 okay that's yeah I've never really thought of like you've definitely thought about how time has related to your writing in this situation haven't you yeah, I mean, I honestly, I was halfway through this, this sort of year and before I realised that it could come together as a, a music project because at that stage I'd quit music, I didn't really have any ambitions with it um, and, and writing these songs was simply cathartic mm. and it was something I hadn't done for a couple of years. So it was halfway through and I was like, oh, these songs are actually kind of good and I could do something interesting with, with this. So it kind of evolved from that. Yeah, because... Um I definitely, when I was listening to them, they've taken a more spacious and atmospheric approach. What have you been listening to, like, influence to, like, help you craft this sound? Yeah, I mean, I went, when I, when I was in the studio um, working on it, it was very much emotion over any kind of hooks or anything like that. It was basically like, how do we get the right emotions here? And, and at the time, I was listening to, actually, I listened to a lot of women artists of like big at the time was you know Phoebe Bridges uh, Julian Baker Angel Olsen mm. Agnes Obel really cinematic kind of sort of stuff Sharon Van Eden yeah. and then um, the kind of really beautiful expressive stuff like Benjamin Clementine I just love how he will, will take oh, yeah. time he won't play to a click track he'll make sure that it's got that expression so there's songs in there which are just either recorded live or or just for free um and so that that was a big influence as well. Yeah, because hearing that is like it's always nice having something that's well balanced against that almost that vastness of sound. 
and it's just come out really well. But um, one of the things is, like you said, you had to get these out, write it. Um, what made you like more or less choose to release in this time period? Because like we're coming close to the end of the decade, and now you've just dropped these. What was that thinking process? <laughs> Dude, I, it was just like uh, I, I felt like I couldn't get to the end of the year mm. and feel like my, it had been a successful year if I hadn't put music out. So it's probably the wrong time to release it in terms of a commercial project. But yeah. um, I just needed to get music out, otherwise it's going to go crazy because I've been sitting on these songs all year. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 who knows how it's all going to go, but at, at this stage in my career, it's about just putting music out there in the sense of um, trying to get people who really connect to it mm. rather than any kind of um, commercial mainstream success. So it, any timing is cool. Yeah, and just like pretty much avoiding that. It's like, you know what, let's just put these out, see how they go. I've, I've made this project now. Yeah, and the fact that it's being released over the course of four months means that there's, in theory, plenty of time for people to discover it, mm. listen back, and, and look forward to more of the story unfolding. Yeah, very anyway. almost. It, the sound definitely relates to, like that cinematic of time, like that passage. And Thank it, you. Yeah. Um, one of the things that is also happening, especially for next year for you, you are playing with your band Midnight Youth, opening for My Chemical Romance. <laughs> um, I just want to know what was that like getting asked to play with them? Because of course. They've been gone for a long time, but getting that call from one of the like, most iconic bands of the early 2000s asking to open up. Oh, well, it was, it's all pretty, uh, it was all pretty unexpected because I think that my chem broke up around the same time as, as my mm. old band, Midnight Youth, so um, well, I had no idea they were going to be playing a show, um, and... We didn't, yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think that Midnight Youth would ever play again, mm. to be honest. So it basically just came down to the fact that playing to 20,000 people is something you just don't turn down in life. It's, no. So, uh, she... you know, it's, 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 so many musicians would, would, would want to be in those shoes. So, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, I'll do the one show. Hopefully we don't kill each other. Mm. And, um, and, yeah, playing with Jimmy Will, Mikey McGorrant, and even Miss June, awesome yeah. New Zealand band. Uh, it's, it's a pretty sweet lineup, and it'll be. Hopefully, everyone has totally lost their voice by the end of the night. Oh, everyone will. Um, just before we go, I am going to play one of the tracks from your new um, two singles, more or less, that you dropped today. Um, I just want to know about one amongst a thousand, like that writing process. Like you said, it's it was looking back at that that twenty first day, but like what kind of things were happening to you on that day, more or less. Oh, that that song I actually wrote. Uh, I was in this period where I was just trying to find a way to stay sane and feel like I was connected to people. So I, I'd just gone, it sounds really glamorous, but I was in Europe visiting some friends and we'd gone to Rome and uh, my friends had gone to bed and I was like, I'm going to have a night out because, uh, you know, surely something's happening in Rome. And I, and I went to like a backpacker's bar or something and just tried completely in vain to make friends and I just, just everyone seemed everyone there seemed like they had were having a great night and i was looking around going oh, man I, I, how come the, how come this couldn't happen to me so i just walked away and this song came to me as i you know smoked a cigarette and walked away from all this chaotic stuff in the city and just felt kind of kind of isolated i was like how can this happen how can you feel 
so isolated in a place that's so happening. Um, and yeah, I wrote the, the song in the lobby of the backpack as I was saying it. <laughs> that is great. That's like such a great, well, not really at the same time, but like situational and like taking that outcome. But yeah, thank you very so much um, to talking to us, Jeremy. Um, we'll play the track, One Amongst a Thousand, for you. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks, Paul. Thanks so much for having me and playing the song. Appreciate no problem. It. All right. Catch up. And yeah, so here we go with One, um, One Amongst a Thousand, and that was Jeremy Redmore, his new solo project. So yeah, this is from The Bryce Flame, Day 21, and you're listening to The One. Cigarette Before I leave I'm one amongst a thousand That doesn't speak When in Rome they say But I can't I'm one amongst a thousand, can't catch a break, and I'm watching you as you come. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.